Warning, the Happy Ending Pod shows a couple of guys with microphones on a computer consuming copious amounts of alcohol and who say anything about anyone and everything they feel like. It was all in fun and not to be taken seriously. We don't own the rights to any music playing during our broadcast. Thank you and enjoy. Welcome to the Happy Ending Pod Show starring Grant and B3. Once upon a time, there was a functional recluse named Bob and he met someone named Grant. And he didn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Two guys drinking way too much that decided to record it for your amusement. One day, Grant goes, Bob, you should get out of your hermit shell and come over and hang out. I have good beer and good music. The origin of Happy Ending Pod <laughs> Take it away, boys. And the rest is what I remember. History. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. So, dear, thank you. Welcome to the Happy Ending Dark uh, Pod Show. Almost on the Happy Ending Dark Show. Uh, and it kind of is, because today we have the uh, Dominus Darko, the Dark Goddess, with us. Thank you for being with us, dear. Thanks for having me. And I am alone today. My uh, cohort is having pool damage or something going on. Yeah. Yeah, so um, it's just me. You get it's the, with us. Yeah, it's okay. I, I'm fine with that. So how are you? <laughs> how is uh, How are things? Things are great. Um, excited to be here. Got to take a day off and kind of hang out with you. So oh, we'll go. it's a little bit different than my normal camming and content. So it's a nice little change up. Is that a is that a normal for a Sunday for you? A day off? No. 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 I mean, I don't really consider what I do work work. It's more of my passion. So I don't really like to take days off unless I have to. But you know. I kind of have to get plastic surgery and all that. So those days quantify to such an amount that it's like, I just like to go, go, go. Till okay. I drop. Well, let me ask you, and I don't want this to sound insulting. Do you have to get plastic surgery? I don't have to, but okay. I love it. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Uh, are you, you're into the body modification? Yeah, to a degree. Um, you know, in the future, I want to go up to 2,000 cc's for my implants, which is another, well, 2,100 realistically, because that would be 250 in each and do, you know, a Brazilian butt lift, that sort of deal. As far as, like, extreme plastic surgery, not a huge fan for myself, but I can respect anybody that's into it. Okay. I think it's really beautiful. Okay. We, uh, um, a few... Weeks ago, we uh, maybe a month or so ago, actually, we discussed the gentleman from uh, oh my god, the musician. Uh, he sings uh, "You Spin Me Round" uh, from the eighties. Oh, what's his name? Now I completely screwed up the story. Um, but he was. In I know who you're talking about. I can't. I can't think of it. I can't think of his name. Um, I a better. Uh, what is the name of the group? I forget. Uh, and it sucks because I love the song. Um, but he was into the extreme modifications. I mean, his he did his whole facelift like eighteen times, or and I think eventually he wound up passing away due to all a lot of complications and stuff. Um, so I mean, people that are into that doing that, they got to be very careful. And I, I feel for the you know. Absolutely. I think, I mean, in the industry that I'm in, I have to be very cautious about so many different things. Bondage being, you know in a safe environment, making sure you're doing it in a healthy environment. Um, same thing with plastic surgery. You just really have to know yourself, I think, is the bottom line. You know, know what yourself, be realistic about where you're going to go with it, and, you know, don't try to die, you know, obviously. 
Don't be a dumbass. There you go. That's that's the quote. Don't be a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> that's beautiful. Uh, so how did you get into the bondage and all that? What, what, what started that off for you? Oh, it's been such a long road. Um, it started out as Florida stripper um, at 18 years old, and I did it all through Tampa Bay to Miami, and I really loved it, but... I really got to learn about myself and I was treated more in a submissive manner from clientele. So revamping my image, you know, five years ago, I started to consider getting back into camming after I'd gone from stripping to camming to promo work and then just stopped completely because I wasn't really expressing myself fully in the way that I wanted to because I was seen as a more submissive cam model. Um, whenever I started to revamp it during COVID, when I was bored and had nothing better to do, I started realizing, like, holy shit, I'm a fucking dom. And I just dove right into camming again, and it kind of presented itself to me rather than I went looking for it. And the next thing I knew, I, you know, I was on chastity and managing, you know, men's chastity keys and giving them tasks, and it's been... All uphill from them. And you're doing all that over the internet. They're not in person. They're yeah, all in the internet. Yeah. And they're it's they're all willing to just do what you say, even though you have you're not physically present to have any control over it. Correct. So it's all just a vocal control command. Yeah, I mean, I think. I think since COVID hit, I think a lot more people are staying indoors and a lot less people are expressing themselves the way that they really desire to. And there's just a lot of bored, horny people (laughs) that want to experiment. And having the internet veil, you know, up gives them the anonymity to do that and approach these things that are kind of sitting in the back of their head like, hey, I kind of want to play with my ass. And I'll be like, okay, here's a task. And we're going to explore that together. It's like whatever you come to me with and you give me a hint that you want to explore, I'm going to just kind of tip you over that ledge to go full force into it. And, yeah, it's all over the Internet, not um, nothing in person. Well, I've the, never been a dumb in person. Okay. The lockdown COVID uh, really brought out a lot in people being stuck yeah. in, indoors. And uh, people started really exploring themselves. And, uh, and other things that are out there that they were not aware of or even thought they would like. Um, yeah. But uh, that being said, too, there's also been such a, a hidden, uh, you know, for centuries, decades, there's been people you know, won't admit to the things they're into or the things they like to do or the things they want to do. I mean, it, it, even the people today are trying to shut stuff down you know, are into that stuff. I mean, I'm not saying just dumb, but all sorts of different things along as far as sex and, uh, and being, you know, horny people, you know, it's, a, it's, it's feeling good. It's about, you know, enjoying yourself and, and experiencing things you don't know you liked or existed. Absolutely. But for people to try and take it from you and, and oh no, we can't have that. Bullshit. You guys are doing it. Let's not pretend it, Reverend John. Uh, <laughs> right. There's always going to be oppression. We'll always find loopholes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What what uh, what do you specific? Okay, so you haven't done any like live. You don't have like clients that come to your dungeon or anything, and you're not. No, it's just me and my partner. Okay. Um, I dominate him in person. I switch it up. He dominates me sometimes too. 
Um, but I've never, you know, offered my services as a in-person dominatrix. Although I do have a lot of respect to all of the women out there who have done that. I think it's just super badass. It's just not been anything that's been approached to me in the time and place that's been concurrent with my lifestyle. Okay. Would you? Would that be something you'd look to do maybe one day? Have your own little dungeon or pad or, and then have a clientele or something? I mean, it's nice to daydream, but at the same time, I just think about, like, the liabilities of that. I'm just like, I'd rather keep doing what I'm doing, you know, <laughs> with just me and my computer. Okay. <laughs> well, see, that's something I was wondering, too. I mean, first off, you have to have a, a, your, I don't know if you could do it in your own uh, home or anything, how, how some of these doms do it. Um, I know some have their own locations that they, but then again, it's more cost, more money, um, but the, the safety, you know, unfortunately, you got to be careful with some people that have ulterior motives when you're bringing them into your domicile. I mean, I've never really, I've never been scared of people. I've, I've done a lot of work all over. I toured bike rallies for a long time, selling clothes. I mean, I've literally been everywhere in the U.S. Okay, and so. I've never been like, oh my gosh, somebody could touch me. I'm like... Motherfucker, if you touch me, I'm going to gouge your eyes out with my stilettos. So I don't really get approached like that. So I've never really been, like, fearsome of clientele, you know. But I can understand how it could be risky for other women in the industry, for sure. So you, okay, bike rallies. So you're tough. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You probably put up with a lot. I've been around. Yeah, I was you know, a strip club, uh, uh, women who dance at the clubs and stuff like that, they do, they have to put up with their, their, you know, their naughty, their dirty comments from dirty old men or whatever. But a bike rally, that's another level. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did, you know, Johnstown, Ohio, uh, Johnstown, Pennsylvania. Sorry, I've done Sandusky, Sturgis five times over. Um, it's a lot of fun and it's definitely a different energy of the people there. And, yeah, it, it breeds different people for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. That's really cool, though. I mean, to be to be able to say you've traveled that much. Yeah, it was it was a great experience. Okay, that's that's really cool. What uh, what do you like? Okay, so you said you dom with your partner. Now I did research, and I hope that's okay because we, we have absolutely. found some people that like we we've asked to be on the show don't want us to research them. So it's like, well, then what do we talk about? <laughs> um, recently had one who just canceled in an interview because we researched him on uh, on OnlyFans. I'm like, well, huh? <laughs> I'm like, well, well, okay. So, what were we going to talk about? <laughs> I mean, but anyway. So, what do you like? What do you like to do um, when you're done, or do you like to do what your uh, submissive would like? I'm sorry, your partner, um, or. Is that the same thing with what you said with the people over the uh, over the net that they tell you, well, I have an idea of this, and then you just go with it? I don't know. I feel like I kind of just, I try to focus in on what people are interested in, especially, I make most of my revenue from cammodels.com. That's where I cam from every day, and I'll get these ideas from people that come in. I'll have a lot of vanilla stuff that goes on, but then somebody will be like, you know, I want you to tell me to stick my uh, stick my marker down my pee hole. And I'm like, oh, that sounds fun. So then that'll linger in the back of my head. And then I'll go to my partner and be like, so, you know, what if I what if I stuck my pinky nail down your pee hole? You know, that might be really fun. And then he's just like, no. And then, you know, a couple of days go by. He's like, okay, let's try this. And I'm like, 
Yes. So that's just kind of how it's all gone about. I'm like, hey, you know, you should let me play with your prostate. That could be really fun. I've always wanted to milk a prostate. And he's just like, let's do it. So it's just, I like to push boundaries. I like to push buttons. How, um, how was that for him? The milking of the prostate? He loved it. He lo- I mean, is it like an explosive, uh, astronomical amount of ejaculation? There's a lot. There's a lot. If you milk it correctly, you have to um, build it rather than just going in for it. But if you find it, you know where it's at, and you milk it the proper way, there is quite a bit of fluid that comes out. And it's definitely like a different energetic experience. It's really sexy. So so you're, you're saying a different energetic experience for him or you also? For me too. Like... My entire, the inside of my strap on every single time is just like flooded. Okay. But it's one of those things that people don't talk about and it's like shun and nobody's really into that. But secretly people wonder about it. Yeah, well, absolutely. And I thought, and I'm not one to go to a dominatrix or anything, I, I, or to have the chain on my junk or the, the the cage. I should say. I'm sorry, but I've thought about that specifically. But I'm not thinking I would like it with a strap on. But, um, but it is something I've considered allowing to happen. But see, that doesn't it ha- doesn't have to start with a strap on either. If yeah. that's a boundary for you, you know, there's different things that like you can look into that can help you achieve that. I would say like the equivalent of a, like um, a prostate orgasm is a woman's G spot orgasm. Okay. That would be like the fluidity of the book. Okay. Of the two. So the legs shake it, everything going. They're just, okay. Wow. All and right. it lasts longer. I found. Okay. Okay. I, I just, I, I still have to get, and to pardon the pun, break that barrier. <laughs> That's what life's about, though. Just breaking barriers and pushing buttons yes. and yeah. exploring new territory. Oh, now you were talking about sounding with your fingernail, with your pinky. Yeah. Is, that's a little <laughs> scary with a pinky. I mean, I've seen some of the drill bits people use for that. A pinky nail is just as scary. I mean, I don't think it's... I think it's small in comparison. I mean, we've done a lot of crazy sounding um, videos. We've done Electro One sounding rods. And (laughs) so this really is like, that's not that long. Oh, Jesus. But you can block it too, which is neat. That gives the Dom more control over the orgasm um, as well. So it's part of the experience. You could do what with it? You can block the um, you can block the orgasm. It's like called ruined orgasm or orgasm torture. Nope, this is new. <laughs> I, I've never heard that one. I've heard so, of edging, but I've never heard of blocking one. Yeah, it just fucks it all up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, okay. Well, what do you mean it fucks it all up? What happens? What? Um, it holds back like the pressure if you pinch off at the bottom of the shaft and you have your nail in the hole, 
it essentially stops the um, semen from coming up the shaft until you let go of the pressure and pull out. So they'll have an orgasm, but their cum won't be able to ejaculate. So it's, you know, that's their problem. Is that okay? Oh, God. Is, I was going to say, is that healthy? Is that safe? I mean. I mean, yeah, absolutely. It comes out right afterwards. So, I mean. Okay, I so would, it's I not. Think it's safe. It'll run out. It's not shooting out. I mean, pressure that comes out. <laughs> I'm just trying, because this one's completely new to me. I've never heard this one. Um, it's just, a, uh, it hits on power exchange and um, basically like. You didn't do this task I gave you. Well, I'm gonna ruin your orgasm, but last minute. Oh, so it's a punishment. Aha! It's a, it's a punishment, then, really. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Okay, I thought it was part of the. Oh wow! <laughs> no, that people don't don't uh, complete not complete her tasks. <laughs> that, that just sounds. I don't think I would like that one. Um, not a, not a, or like a prostate punishment yet. Ooh. No, not right, not right. Um, and a lot I've saw you're on Pornhub as well, um, and uh, lots of anal going on on Pornhub. How, how? And I know everybody's different, but how do you prepare for something like that? Both you and your partner. What 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 is what goes into? Because it's not can't be just a that day. Hey, we're going to do this today, right? It's no. Um, we'll have you know. He sets up all of the tech, all of the filming, editing, all of that good stuff. So I kind of just get a gist of where I want to go with it based on who I'm talking to on OnlyFans and on cam models and what they're into that week. And um, so I try to recreate, you know, their fantasies using him as my prop. And as far as going into it, I mean, just simple shower, shave, enema, all that good stuff. Make sure you're clean. Um, that's really about it for prep. I have my whole wall here of bondage equipment. So <laughs> we kind of just come to uh, the agreement of what we want to do. Like, we, I don't know if you saw the long rubber snake <laughs> that I shoved in his hat. Uh, yes, I did. Okay. So just grab it off the wall, throw some lube on it. You know, you're good to go. Because it's literally like a drain snake, literally, folks. It's literally, I've seen the video. <laughs> and, and I only clicked on it because I saw the uh, the length that was posted in the title. And, oh, yeah, it, that's, because you're holding it, and you're, you know, you're like this, and it's still going. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I, I, that's, I mean, that's a good clean. So there's no diet prior to the day, like, don't eat this or stop eating at this time of day, no. No, we like to eat. We don't cut any of that stuff. Okay, okay. So, because I, I think we'd be like worse off if we didn't eat because then we'd just like our heads wouldn't be there. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Because I've talked, we've talked to others who've said uh, in their preparation, like they'll stop eating. Like if they know what time they're going to do it the next day, they'll stop eating a certain time the day before. Okay. I don't know. I'm not sure. I know, like, okay, I drink a chocolate milkshake this one time that I did. Like right before I I was supposed to take two loads back to back deep throat and it just it came up oh and it it's on I mean it's on Pornhub so 
it, yeah, it's bad, but not like crazy bad, but it's just like cum and chocolate milkshake, like mixed together. People. So that kind of preparation, like don't eat a heavy meal if you're going to suck a dick for like 30 minutes okay. and try to make someone come twice, but. Okay. Um, some people are into that stuff though. Some people are. I get hit up for all sorts of stuff like that. I don't do stuff like that, but what what's the fact it? I don't kink shame anybody. Yeah, everybody's into their own thing. What's what's some of the crazier, more crazier stuff you've been asked to do? Or um, I mean, I get asked to do a lot of crazy stuff, but mainly like I see a lot of crazy stuff. It's like I get to encourage people to okay. do crazy stuff, like. Some guys like to stand in the shower and pee in a martini glass and drink it. And then, you know, jerk off into the cup and drink their cum. I'm there to encourage them to do so. And it's a great time. <laughs> I'm going to tell you to tip your head back and gargle, too, of course, but... <laughs> but you're having fun doing it. <laughs> well, yeah, I love watching shit like that. I think it's fucking awesome. Anything that's, like, out of the ordinary for somebody to do on camera, I'm going to be like, go for it. Let's try this shit out. Because it could be something that, like, you don't even know about, you know? Mm -hmm. Something that's, that doesn't exist yet. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's, and dudes are just, got, only got, you have women come on? I've had a couple of women come on, but not any, maybe two. Okay. So, okay, so, so mainly guys, and they're willing to absolutely just let you control that. 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 Well, I mean, on OnlyFans, primarily, yeah, it's all submissive men. On cam models, I do a lot of writing. I do a lot of boob flexing. Um, I suck my dodos on camera, okay. blowjob, point of view, style, um, those sort of things. Um they can ask me to sub for them, in which they can take me on one-on-one -on -one experience. It's kind of pricey, but I will sub for people, you know. Um, okay, so they can basically, what that is, is they can tell you what to do with what yeah. what you have. Okay. Uh, has ever, anybody ever met your limit? Like, you know, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I'm not going to throw up on live camera. I'm not going to, like, smear my makeup everywhere. Like, I have to keep my makeup on throughout the day. I'm not going to piss on myself. <laughs> like, just those sort of things. Like, anything that's past the point of, uh, like, demeaning for me, then no. I mean, I'll be a cum slut, yeah. But nothing that's just too far. Okay, okay. All right. Yeah, I... Um, where did the, how did you get into the, the Darko persona? When did that start? Well, I mean, I love Donnie Darko, obviously. Okay. Uh, the movie was totally fucking weird. Huge inspiration for me. I'm a huge Marilyn Manson fan. Marilyn Manson chose his name by taking his favorite murder and his favorite iconic star, Let, and fused it together, so... That's I awesome. took weirdo meets Dom and kind of fused that together, and that's how I came up with it. Okay. Yeah, it worked. How long have you been uh, as Dominus Darko? Um, three years now. Three years? Okay. How long have you yeah. not, uh, how, how, how long were you at the clubs and, or dancing? How, and 
I danced in um, cam for five years okay. off and on. Before. And whenever I camped back then, I was like Lexi or something, like sweet and like, eh. Oh, okay. You know? It's so weird. I was blonde. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's like so polar opposite. I was just gonna say that's a complete change, Elmer. Um, yeah. Are you having more fun doing this? Yeah, I love it. I love it so much because it's. I loved being blonde, bimbo. I love being goth bimbo more because there's more of a primal experience. It's not as focused on being a perfect blonde. Barbie doll, more so as I want to know what your kink is, and I want to explore that. And I don't care who you are, what you look like. We're going to go into that darkness together. Okay. That, to me, like, that gets me going. How do you How do you start off? Let's say somebody vanilla comes on and wants to, it doesn't know what they want. How would you coach them or put them through the, the ringers, so to say? Well, it depends if they come to me on models or on OnlyFans. If okay. they come to me on OnlyFans, I'm going to start fishing. And, you know, they say I'm into, I like blowjobs and big tits and this and that. And then, you know, I'll tease them a little bit. And then I'll be like, so do you like playing with your ass? What are you going to do for me today? I'll throw like little clues out here to see where they're at. And if they just want to keep it basic, that's fine. But, you know, sometimes they'll be like, I really love the thought of sucking on a big dick. And I'm like, you're going to suck on my big dick, you know? So um, as far as, like, cam models go, it's people come into my private chat, which is like a group shared chat where they pay. And it's just, I want to get as many people off as possible, as quick as possible. Right. I just like to see it, interact with them, and that's the experience. Um so if they take me exclusive where it's one-on-one, -on -one, that's typically where the subs want their live experience, and they'll tell me what they want, and I can go from there. Okay. There's little clues that people will drop that you'll know which way to gear it, you know? And you, you've done this enough that you can pick up on them, and sometimes the, the uh, subs aren't so open, so they might be dropping hints, stuff like that as well. Yeah, they'll drop hints or like sometimes the shyer ones will type rather than get on a video chat with me because we can do cam to cam on there where we can converse back and forth. Um, if they're a little shy, they'll start with a um, a one on one role play and exclusive where they type to me and then I'm, you know, telling them their role play, acting as their dom, you know, getting my whip, I'll get my strap on, whatever, you know. So that helps create like steps. For them, for their comfort level. But I don't really have to pick too much. People primarily come to me with what they want. I wouldn't say like I turn anybody into a sub from being, you know, vanilla. Okay. It's more they come to me and they give me. They know what they know what they're expecting when they go your direction. Yeah. Okay. But are there any blonde doms? <sighs> I mean, I'm sure there are, and I might go blonde for Halloween and do, like, a blonde bimbo, oh, something like that. Okay. So you're going to take us just for Halloween for the whole month or for the day? Probably for, like, uh, it depends. I won't dye my hair. 
we're not doing that. Okay. So I'll probably do it like wig style. So it'll probably just be for the day or too the much, weekend or whatever. Too much work to dye the black to blonde. Um, that would, I would be bald if I went black to blonde. <laughs> <laughs> if I tried to dye that. So. Um, why, why, uh, why go bigger on the, on your breasts? Um, I'm an extremist and I love big tits. Okay. I just, I love the image. It's, it makes me feel great about myself. Um, they're power bombs, you know, um, some of my exclusives are people just want to stare at my tits and worship them. And who doesn't like big tits? No, I don't disagree. Um, how big were they before you started getting them bigger? Um, I've always had big breasts. I was always a 34 double D until I lost a, quite a bit of weight in my mid twenties. And then I went back down, I went down to a B cup okay. and they just didn't look right. And after always having big breasts, it just, I didn't feel good about the appearance of them. Okay. So that's why I was like, you know what? Fuck it. And then I was like, I read up, you know, that most women go back for a revision and they always get them bigger afterwards. And it's like, Fuck that. We're going to go big or go home and just be done with it. Okay. But we're not done with it. That's okay. <laughs> so you thought you were trying to be done with it, but now you're not. <laughs> what, what, is, uh, what is the recovery like when that when you have to go through that? Um, I mean, I couldn't breathe when I woke up, so they had to put me on oxygen. That was kind of scary at first because it was just like the weight of them was too much for my chest at first, but I also just like freak out over nothing. I'm super dramatic. So oh, okay. So, okay. Surprising. Might've been an anxiety you know? thing. But I couldn't sit up on my own for like two months, but that was probably also maybe dramatic. But other than that, it was, you know, pretty easy recovery. Taking the bandages off were kind of scary. Like that kind of freaked me out, but. How, if you don't mind me asking, how did they go in through, did they do underneath or through your nipple or? Well, I had a lift because I lost so much. Um, well, I also, I had a mass in my breasts, the size of a grapefruit oh during God. all of that before getting my breasts done unrelated to some bad medical choices. Okay. But, um, so everything was kind of uneven. So they went in there and they just revised everything. They lifted it put it where it was supposed to be. Then they stuck implants in there and then they did the saline overfill on top of that to give it the extra, um, high profile. Um, so they did cut around my entire nipple Okay. and there were incision marks here. Um, but I had a great doctor and there's no scars here. It's been three years and there's very minimal scarring around. Well, my I was going to say the images, um, you sent me to use towards your, uh, title title card. I didn't see, like, really any scarring on the nipple, so that was pretty impressive. Very good doctor. Yeah, I mean, I do I do a little bit of editing. Um, I can't remember offhand. I think this photo I sent you probably has editing a little bit, so it's probably... Um, a little touch-up. You know, airbrushed out a little bit. Okay. So you can't... They are visible. I mean, it. it's almost a pasty white milky skin. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's going to show. But for the most part, they're hardly noticeable. Okay. And I will admit to the uh, listeners and the viewers, I did not like zoom in and study the surface area of your nipple like I was looking at Mars or something. Uh, I, did, <laughs> I did not do that. I was just looking at the image. And, so, <laughs> uh, um, so real quick, okay, we, I, I am getting a warning about our time on this, and I told you that would happen because they've got cheap on their ends. Um, 
let's uh, while we're at this point, let's have you drop some um, of your links right now if you'd like. Uh, we so everybody you know coming to here can see where you're going or where to go to find you, I should say. Yeah, absolutely. I'm on cammodels.com live. Um, D Darko. I have OnlyFans. I'm on Pornhub and KGB webcam models. KGB webcam models. Are they out of Florida? They are. Okay. Because that's the first time I've heard of them. I did not know. Yeah, they've been with me throughout my entire webcamming career, and they've just made everything like such a breeze as far as streaming. And they're selective, but they've been they're good people. So you've been camming for about eight years? Yeah. Okay. That's not a long time. That's pretty good, though. Yeah. COVID explode during, while you were uh, while we were all on uh, lockdown. I mean, was it like a big jump? As far as um, like, oh, well, I had taken some time off. I was doing promo work in between. So there had been some time jump. But, yeah, it's 10 times busier than it used to be. That's for sure. Um, there's a lot more of an audience okay. than there was, you know, um, prior to COVID. And people are just on all day. I mean, it used to be like a nightly thing. People just hop on at night. Now people are like in the bathroom at work trying to get off real quick. And so, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that <laughs> I encourage it I like it okay yeah. as long as you're being safe and you're being conscious of who's around you absolutely if go for it if they're coming if they're taking their lunch break into John and coming to visit you uh, hell yeah if you're having to work you deserve to get some relaxing time I don't give a fuck where it is yeah yeah it, 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 have you ever thought about uh, like uh, touring like a, what, like like a con or even visiting other uh, doms uh, um, or dungeons. Yeah, I thought about it. Um, if it presented itself to me, um, I would consider it. I'm a little bit of a homebody. I don't like leaving home, leaving home that much, but. Um, I know eventually I'll get out there for some meet and greets, and I owe it to the people like my fans who have helped support me you know, for that to be an opportunity one day when it presents itself, mm -hmm. so. Yeah, I, the yeah. Reason, reason I asked is because I know Miami Exotic Con, I think, is going on this weekend. Yeah, I don't, um, I've heard of that. I've never been to that. Um, Streammate, uh, sorry, Cam Models, they do a lot of um, get-togethers, too, um, down in Miami. I'll probably show up for one of those. Um, I'm, I would probably really do something more geared towards Dom rather than just um, an, a an sex, event a sex or work. sex. Okay. Because uh, Dom.com was a few weeks ago, wasn't it? Out in Las Vegas. That sounds fun. Yeah. I I, I just know from uh, from one of our interviews that, we, that, that that was coming up. Or that happened. One of the two. Uh, Las Vegas. <laughs> uh, one place I have not been yet. Yeah, well, I mean, you like to drink, right? Oh, I love to drink. So Vegas was like, Vegas is fucking awesome for you. I don't really drink anymore, so there you go. Have one for me. Um, I, I love Vegas. Vegas is so great. Okay. Go, have you gone often? Uh, I've been a handful of times. Have you worked out there at all? Yeah, I did, well, promotional work, nothing any, nothing um, fun as far as, I always wanted to go work at the Spearmint Rhino, okay. but I heard you couldn't 
if you had tattoos, but that's just what I heard. No, I don't, yeah, I didn't know that. I can't be stereotyped against tattoos anymore. Well, I mean. I get, all right, everybody has their own thing. I understand that, but I mean, come on. And we're not in the 90s. We're not trying to appeal to an older clientele that looks down on tattoos. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know, yeah. you know? I didn't know that was going on. When you say promotional work, what do you mean? Um, well, whenever I went to Vegas, I did a, a tech show um, where my, my aunt was like the queen of promos. And she'd just be like, hey, let's go out to Vegas and work for this. Uh, like, it was the guys that created the magnetic strip on point of sale devices. They also created like this payment app before you could do app payments, you know. And they're like, can you come be our booth, babes? We'll pay you such and such money. And we're like, hell yeah, let's go to Vegas, you know. So that's what I mean by promo work. Okay. She'd be like, hey, I got a gig doing this. Let's go do this. And then, okay, we're in Alabama. Like, That's cool, though. Yeah. You're not, do fun. you're not doing that anymore? No, I don't really have time for promo work. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. All right. Well, I mean, that's still cool trips to Vegas just to do that. And then, what, just basically hang out in the strip all night then? Yeah, we just hung out and, like, gave product information and stuff. It was cool. It was, like, a good gig for being in my 20s, you know? Yeah. Like, not really having seen anything and just been in Florida, it was cool to have the opportunity to go places. Okay. So, you you were born in Florida and everything? Yeah. Okay. That's nice. I'm wrong with that. Yeah. I'm up here in PA. Yeah. Hey, come to Florida! <laughs> I'd love to go anywhere, to be honest. <laughs> Anywhere's better than here. But that, that's... Yeah, that's new. Well, you guys also have the luxury of being the fuck away from everybody when you want to be away from everybody. So, unless you're in the city, are you in? We're about an hour and a half outside of Philly, but we're literally five. Oh. Minutes. <laughs> we're literally five minutes outside of another city. That's oh yeah okay. Not uh, no, it still sucks. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean. Florida's still Florida, too. We got yeah. the beaches, but... You're the only state that I know of that has Florida man. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we're literally from where all the crazy people are from. Yeah? Yeah. That That's... Okay. Oh, my God. So, okay. I, I know exactly where you're at, then. Right, well, not exactly where you're at, but I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I do know. <laughs> it's, it's amazing when you get those stories coming up. <laughs> And uh, I love the skull in the background of, of your, <laughs> we got ours adorning everywhere, so. That's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> you were showing off some of your outfit. What, what are you, are you wearing a corset? Um, yeah, I'm wearing a, like a waist cincher, fishnets, okay. um, just my normal dom get up, got a skirt, and, you know, my heels, of course. Oh, very nice. So. <laughs> how uh, how tall are you without the heels? I'm five foot one and a half. Okay, so you're adding another what four or five inches? Yeah. Um. Well, no, these are I think six inch. Oh my god. These are, I'm pretty sure these are my six inches. Okay. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine walking. I feel pretty tall with these on. <laughs> Do you have taller than longer than those? Um, yeah, I have some latex boots that are eight inches, and those ones, like, 
I'm pretty tall with them. I feel very powerful in them. I love them. All right, so I was just going to ask you, how do you, what is the, you know, the, that power, it gives you that something, it gives you that strength, that power that makes you feel like you're waist, you know, because you're five, eight, you're five, one, five, so you're at now five, nine, five, ten. That's insane. There's something about. I put my horns on and I'm like almost six foot. Wait, so, wait. you know. You have horns? My demon S horns, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's cool. Oh, do, is it now? Is that your normal daily outfit? No, no, I feel pretty. Um, I do a little bit lighter for my live streaming on cam models. I don't wear black lipstick because I'm, you know, putting things in my mouth, obviously. So I don't want to get black lipstick everywhere. Um, and I have to be able to get undressed pretty quickly. So, okay. no bustier, but normally a top like this and some fishnets and a thong. That's okay. my normal daily get up. So as not... far as, um, content, yeah, that's my normal go-to for sure. Okay, so you're not dressing like this to go to your, uh, Piggly Wiggly or Kroger's or grocery store shopping? I mean, I've always been that fucking weirdo, but... <laughs> No, I wear, you know, jeans and some Converse and, you know, my Rob Zombie shirt. Yeah, okay. Pretty normal shit. (laughs) What, uh, now you said you have a wall full of toys. What all do you have? What's your favorite stuff? Well, let me show you. Oh, okay, cool. (laughs) Um, I'll try to give you the best lighting here, but I'm not sure how it's going to work out just yet. Oh, look look at this, folks. We are getting, oh. Now, is, are this, is this room where all the magic happens? This is where all of the magic happens. Okay, okay. So. Oh, you're good. Wow. Um, so we have, you know, crop. We have our snake. Oh, my God. Um, the torso. <laughs> I told you the thing was scary, folks. <laughs> what, what is your, um, what's your favorite stuff? Honestly, right now, there's so many. Um, I really, really love sounding. Wow. And my gates of hell chastity cage um, because it has the sounding rod in it. Holy shit. Yeah. So this is like my favorite cage ever. Um, so you can lock this into place. And what's awesome about this is once you lock it into place, you can make them come through the sounding rod. Oh, okay. So you have complete control over everything. And, um, but one thing that like most people don't realize when they buy this, like your balls go through here. Just so you know. Okay. So. Jeez. Okay. So, wow. (laughs) Now, uh, So this is sort of like my bondage side. And then um, as far as like camping goes and stuff like that. I don't know if I'm going to be able to show you here. Okay. Yeah, it's not really letting me show you. Yeah. You um, but I there. have a whole nother wall full of dildos. Yeah. Sex toys. Okay. <laughs> so. Thank you for the the, the, the look the, the sounding I didn't know those things were like a hollow all the way through in that that's that's uh some of them are some of them are yeah um yeah it makes it more fun because well it just depends on the control 
just depends on the level of control that you want to have over the actual orgasm. Okay, okay. What can you explain to me the the, the role of the cage, the, the the penis cage? What is that meant for? Meant to do? Okay, well, say you're in a cage. I'm bouncing around, shaking my tits, turning you on. It's gonna start to get tough for you. You're gonna start to piss and moan. You're gonna want to offer things to me to let you out of your cage. <laughs> okay. It's just a power exchange. Um, I think a, a lot of it is, there's so many different aspects. There's people who are transcending their pain and their trauma who want to be put in a position to where they can recreate that controlled environment to have less control and try to work through it emotionally. And then there's your businessmen who just don't want to be in fucking control of anything mm -hmm. or think about anything and give their, all of their power to one divine woman you know, in which she takes advantage of it. There's so many different aspects. It, okay. It just really depends. Okay. But it, it, it basically, it's not letting the guy get hard. Right. Yeah. Or, you know, I mean, some of my subs, I make them come in the cages. So have fun trying to have an orgasm without getting hard. It's, you know. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I just don't. Why? Okay. Uh, again, to each his own. Everybody, I'm not judging. I just, I'm just picturing it myself, and I'm like, no, I don't want to put up with that. <laughs> That's just me. So, but you get a lot of business guys like them high powered professionals that are making decisions all day and telling people what to do, and then they come to you and say, "Hey, abuse me, please." Yeah, I mean, we can't really technically use the term abuse. Okay, but, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, they'll be like, goddess, let me worship you, you know, let me do this. And I'm just like, okay, yeah. It's that fine. I mean, and I said abuse as, you know, I didn't mean it as actual abuse. You know what I mean? I, I No, absolutely. I'm like, I'm with you. I hate, Carlin goes into it. We've gone through generations of using spooky language to, um, take down the severity of actual words. And then we get into, you know, 50 years later, you don't know the real definition of a fucking word or it's taken completely out of context. But, but technically if you come on, you know, live stream, you can't say abuse, but yeah, yeah I use the shit out of you. Yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, Cause there's actually a list that you can't say what choke anymore is no good. Uh, there's a couple other uh, things I saw too, and I'm like, I have respect for for all of the uh, platforms that I've used that have helped me get where I am, but I just wish that, and this is probably just me being ignorant. I wish we could just have a, a disclaimer that says, "Don't be a dumbass," like. Don't be a fucking idiot, and, and everything would be good from there, you know? It's not just about, like, sex work, either. It would be in general. Yeah. <laughs> you can have a list of a billion things, and the one yeah. statement for all of them is, don't be a dumbass. Yeah. Because that, <laughs> that, that's, that's the problem. It always takes that one individual to ruin it for the rest of us. Yeah, you just have to be really aware of, you know, what the rules are for the week and what can get you in trouble and what can't. And, you know, just be aware. Be highly fucking aware of what you're putting out there and the effects that it can have on people and be conscious of that, you know. 
Do uh, each site have different rules? Absolutely. Okay. What are do you have your own rules? Um, I won't do racial humiliation. I don't blame you. I mean, it's just an like not an ugly thing. I have respect for everybody's kings, but it's just something that it just I'm from the south where it's like, you know, not something that's really seen as a nice thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some people have approached me for it. And that's like one of the only humiliations that I just, I won't do. Okay. So, um, but other than that, you know, I, I don't do live anal just because if you're fucking my pussy and my tits, like, why do you need my ass? I'm sorry. Like, that's a lot of work to do all day long. So that's just one of my no's. Um, and nothing like extremely demeaning towards me. But I can demean you. That's okay. Yeah, well, that's that's fine. Yeah, um, you know, there's no scat, none of that. No. No. Yeah. No. Do you get a lot? Do you get requests for that stuff? Uh, yeah. I mean, what some guy asked me last week if I was like, hey, do you could do custom content? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. What are you interested in? He's like. I want you to film yourself sitting backwards on a toilet taking a giant shit. And I'm just like, no, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I can't do that for you. No. What's the, uh, the other thing that's going to the, the, the mother son stuff. You get that stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, that type of shit's huge right now in the porn industry in general. Um, I do stepmom role play. Um, technically you can't do mommy son, which I'm totally cool with, but stepmom role play, totally cool with it. Okay. Stepsister role play. That'll always be big. I feel like just because it has like a familiarity kink with people, but it's something that they like, obviously don't really want to do, but they wonder about it. Yeah. So. Well, it's that, that yeah. Freudian thought, that Freudian process, process. So, so, yeah. so the sites will let you do stepmom and son. But not mom and son. Correct. Okay. Just just that one word, folks, makes a difference. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, literally, you can even, like, call me, like, mama. Like, hey, mama. But you can't say, hey, mommy. Can you say, hey, daddy? I mean, I will if you, like, tip me 50 bucks. Well, that's but, what yeah. I'm saying. But... <laughs> Like, you can, you can, technically, yeah, it's not, te- <laughs> <laughs> I didn't that's mean like to one me. of the things that I'm just like, ew, why? No, 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 um, I know what you're, I agree, I agree with you, I know what you're saying, but why is the one okay and the other one isn't? Um, I think you can technically get away with saying daddy, because it's like, hey, daddy, you know, it's not like, not necessarily related. Well, that's what like, I'm saying. You can't. You can't directly insinuate blood relation is the technical term on there. So, unless you're in Alabama, unless you're in Alabama, then it's okay. (laughs) I didn't know how you were going to take that joke from me. I didn't know. I'm glad you went with it. Thank you. (laughs) So. But okay, so there, I mean, there is a fine line. It's a fine line for everything, to be honest. And you just so I mean, do do you find out the hard way? Do you research before? What do you? 
Um, I just stay up to date. They always um, give me updated rules on cam models, um, on what they're good with you saying, and I always just make sure to be very particular about what I read, make sure I go through all of it. So I know because, I mean, there will be that asshole that will come on there and, like, try to get you to do something he wants you to do, and then you don't want to do it. And then if you lower your guard and do it anyways, guess what? The next time you piss him off, He's going to report you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's and... that's another thing. Another subject is the internet trolls. Yeah. Uh, so it's just, you know, know yourself, know what you're cool with, and know what you're not cool with. Like, for me, the stepmommy role play, I'm like, okay, I'll be your stepmom. Yeah. You know, got big titties. I get it. I, I get it. So yeah. there's, I'm cool with exploiting that. Just know yourself, and as long as you know yourself and know the rules, you'll be fine. But as soon as you start to second-guess yourself and lead astray from your principles, then you're going to get into some sketchy-ass territory. Yeah. It's just going to happen. Yeah. And that's... I mean, they got to cover themselves, too. Yeah, absolutely. They can be shut down by the government. And don't think, folks, for a second, you can't be traced. <laughs> you know, sure. yeah, don't think, sure. don't think they can't track you down and show up at your house that within an hour or two. Uh, Absolutely. Um, what's uh, what's something you'd like to do? Something, whether it be this re- uh, work related or. Um, I would really like. I've been like over the last. Because I do graphic design, too. Not like I do graphic design, but I did graphic design. I used to design t-shirts and stuff. It was just like a fun thing for me to learn. Um, I want to make my own comic book on Dominus Darko. That'd be cool. Like a succubus theme where I sneak into your window like a villainess and steal your cum and, you know, make you my sex slave for an eternity. So it's like Dracula except with cum. Yeah. Oh, that, that, <laughs> how fucking cool would that be? Why has nobody thought? Genius, girl, go with it. Are you, you written any of this? No, it's just all in my head. Like, I have scenes in my head. I got a pretty, like, active imagination. I'm going to have so to edit this I whole part. sit so... it down and put it together. Yes. And... I'm going to have to edit this whole part so nobody steals it. Okay. <laughs> I don't want anybody stealing your idea. Well, thanks. Yeah, that's freaking... Okay, I, so what else would I want to do then? I don't know. <laughs> um, I want to do a cross-country trip ass naked in a 69 Camaro. Somebody buy me one. I, I just... Vertical. Yes. I want to get a real good suntan the whole way across the country. I'm, and I'm going to film it all. That would be great. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, and we'll like we'll let truckers drive by and yeah. we'll get some titties, we'll like brighten their day. Yeah. All the way from Florida to California. It'll be like a whole thing. Where are we going in California? I don't know yet. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter anyway, right? It doesn't matter. It, I mean, because like otherwise, oh, I see where you're going with this. You're trying to get me to go up there. Up. No, no, well, that's a long trip from Florida here to California. <laughs> I mean, I've driven across the country before. Well, yeah, but that's literally craving to get out. You would be doing like a, a rectangle across the country if you were doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to go across country, like drive, whether Winnebago or something. Uh, it would be great. Um, I don't know if it gets prices will let you do it nowadays. 
I don't, I don't know, man. That would be. But even if you can't get the, I was going to say, even if you can't get the Camaro, or even if you don't get to go across country, you naked in a Camaro would be totally worth it. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm doing this all for the Camaro. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Who's got a Camaro, folks? Let's let's. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're not joking here. <laughs> uh, any any place you like any. Any location or wild outdoor where, where you would like to have sex besides the Camaro somewhere in the middle of a desert road? Or, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I definitely, I, I want to join the Mile High Club. Okay. I haven't done that yet. Um, I would love to fuck in the Badlands. Okay. That would be, like, sick as fuck. Um, anywhere in nature, really, in the mountains in Georgia. Um, I love fucking in the mountains in Georgia. Okay. Um, and we're out in nature. <laughs> so you're you're an outdoorsy girl. Yeah, I'm definitely an outdoorsy girl. You can't tell, but yeah. Yeah, the goth kind of, the, the, the dark goddess, that kind of hides that a little bit. What was that? The dark goddess image. That, that kind of, and I'm not, you know, I'm not uh, picking or being, uh, trying to, to, to take it the, the wrong way. Uh, it kind of hides your outdoorsy, uh, adventurous side. It does. You can, like, you can kind of see it, too. If you go way back in the beginning of my photos, like, three years ago, you can see I did, um, like, a photo shoot with a truck and a bunch of mud, and I had, like, blonde and green and blue hair, and, like, it totally showed a different side to me. And, you know, my husband's, like, doing do I have clips of it of my husband doing donuts. My tits are out, just flying everywhere. I'm like, wow, like, I I don't know. It's just such a flip-flop mm-hmm. of personality. But I guess that's the beauty in who I am is I'm a very dualistic person. Well, that's, <laughs> and yeah. It, it makes sense, you know? <laughs> it's cool. I mean, do your own thing. Be yourself, sure. But, it, like I said, you know, like it, because I just met you, I haven't obviously been following your career or anything like that. So, not knowing that you had that, and, and I would look at you and say, boy, she looks like an outdoorsy girl. Yeah, <laughs> like, for sure. She liked to go hiking <laughs> with nothing but boots, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, oh, I didn't get that. <laughs> but that's really cool. And uh, um, that, that actually, I'd like to see the truck pictures. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're tattooing. I saw, now I did in my, my research, <clears throat> I did see you got one finished on your thigh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you, what, uh, what do you like to have tattooed on you? What do you got? Oh, okay. Well, um, I've just gotten this one finished. It's just, you know, my ball hollowings. Okay. Uh, just a little spider web. Yeah. Um, this is a goddess that I got tattooed in Sturgis. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, um, some like, Nordic um, runes there, yeah. and then I've got my demoness that I just got tattooed. Um, you know, she's got her shibari on, and okay. I, I just love her. And she's like just such a good representation of my thirties, me entering my thirties, and who I am. Okay. And I've got my unicorn on my thigh, and a butterfly on my thigh. I've got a jackalope, and um, my tramp stamp is um, a skull with wings and two revolvers. Um, I'm probably going to get the back piece covered up into um, just something really dark, like um, Demons, Lilith, anybody that I've looked up to along the way that has helped 
me transcend to who I am now okay. and been a part of my spiritual process, that's going on my back and that's going to cover up everything like from my back up oh. all the way. Oh, and okay. then um, next month I'm getting my help priestess tattoo on my thigh. Nice. So, yeah. Okay. Very cool. We, uh, we are all, we're all tattooed on this end. So, I mean, that's, Hell yeah. that's why I was asking the tattoos. I don't know if you can see it. Yeah. Let's see if I can. That's probably my best one. The Yoda. That's fucking awesome. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, the, you got some super realistic stuff. That's really badass. Yeah, thank you. Um, uh, where was I going with that? I forgot. Fuck. Screwed myself up again. <laughs> it's the tits. They make you weak. Don't worry. <laughs> they make me weak. Yes, I'm being. <laughs> <laughs> Well, oh, real quick, how, how do you exercise? Does that do you need? Because you said you had problems sitting up. Do you have to do like your back? I mean, you, you hear people with uh, large breasts; they have back issues. Are you concerned with that, or are you doing something to prevent that? I mean, I try to live a healthy lifestyle. I quit smoking um, two years ago. I vape now. Congratulations! Not a difference, but thank you. I smoked for fifteen years. Um. I don't exercise like I should. I stretch. I do super deep stretching, and I do push-ups, sit-ups, you know, your regular at-home stuff. I don't like going to the gym. Mm -hmm. I've never liked going to mm -hmm. the gym. It's no. Just, it's a meat market, and I don't like it. Yeah, because yeah, you'll get up off of something you're, you're sitting on and using, and as soon as you walk away, somebody will be over there sniffing the seat. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I don't mean just yeah. you specifically. I mean it, it's it happens to everywhere. It's just you know, that's all it is. That's why there's 500 mirrors so you can creep on somebody across the gym. Yeah. yeah, and it's like I have really bad anxiety issues, so it's like I overthink everything. So I just do basic stuff at home. Um, I will probably have a treadmill on a pool one day. Okay. That's where I want to go with my active lifestyle. I go walk the beach regularly. Oh, that's nice. You know, we'll, yeah. Yeah. We'll go walk for like a mile. So that's really nice. Okay. Um, are you Irish at all? Yeah. I'm Irish. Um, I've got some Norwegian okay. and a little bit of Cherokee. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, I was, and I don't want to put the, the it's the, uh, the skin tone gave it away. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm I am I'm part Irish, uh, Dutch, uh, German, um, but I'm fried from the amusement park we went to a couple weeks ago. <laughs> so I went there pale and came home red. <laughs> what, what is this? It happens to the best of us. I just like I'll use a whole bottle of um, SPF fifty on myself. Like I just I don't know. I'm not a big Sun fan. Me either. Me either. I don't blame you. Um, I'm still trying to remember where I was going with the tattoos again, but I screwed that myself up so bad I forgot completely. Um, what are your, you said you about influences on your back. What are some of your influences? Like as far as, um, like what's influenced me? Yeah, you said about your, you were going to get your whole back tattooed and you were talking about it would be having some of your influence, influences in it. Lilith. And Lilith, uh, as far as the, the uh, queen of the vampires. Or... Yeah, she's been a great deity and teacher to me. And, you know, I broke away from modern religion a few years ago and really started to, like, break away from everything and 
Thanks. Thank you. It's hard in the South, okay? <laughs> we're a little bit behind on times, but we're getting there. It's all right. Um, it's all right. <laughs> so, yeah, and uh, part of connecting with Lilith taught me to love myself, how I am. You know, obviously I have plastic surgery, but beneath plastic surgery, I know who the fuck I am. Yeah. And I love myself. And yeah. um, just self-exploration, shadow work, all of that, that connected me to Lilith. So I definitely want to tribute her on my back. Um, that's going to be a larger piece. Um, I'm a Satanist. I love Satan. Me and the devil are besties. So, of course, I'm going to do a tribute do a tribute to him okay. as well. Okay. Um, all of the dark stuff that's uh, that's helped me. Um, some of my other influences have been Rob Zombie, Marilyn Manson. I grew up listening to them, and I had a really rough childhood. And, you know, I'm sure people have had it rougher, but mine was pretty shitty, too. And the extremist behavior that they delved into really through my childhood and adulthood I've gone back a million times over in their lyrics. I'm like, I learned something new every single time. And, you know, people talk about saviors. Those motherfuckers were my saviors. So those are like my top influences for sure. Okay. Okay. I, I don't know. I know who Lilith is. I don't know all about any of the teachings or what, what would I be looking forward to learn from Go within. It's Lilith's going to show herself differently to different people. It's really about going within, and um, I would just start with shadow work. And, you know, Lilith may not be your deity. Work on who your deity is. Work on balancing and meditating and focusing on, you know, archetypes of consciousness that will help you to become who you want to become, and they will come to you. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Do you, uh, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Do you have any belief in like paganism or? Um, I mean, I think that there's always going to be things that like come out in me that I don't know where they came from. You know, I get like ritualistic sometimes whenever there's like full moon and I'm like lighting candles and candle gazing and burning herbs and being weird. But that's the Celtic I mean, I would say I follow. What? That's part of being the Celtic and the Norwegian. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think there's things that are, like, tied within our soul yeah. that come out. And I think that's what bondage is based about. I think, you know, you have things that are delved deep inside of you that are, like, just dying to come out. And you're like, I want to go stick something in my pee hole. You don't really know why you want to do that. But there's something tied to your soul. You know, I'm telling you. It's all connected. We but, you know, as far as rituals go, I don't follow textbook rituals. I don't. I don't think that there's anything authentic about doing something repeatedly in a ritual. I think if it's coming from the soul, it's coming from the soul, and you're going to do it authentically okay. that way. Yeah. It's just what I believe, though, and everybody's different. Makes sense to me. I I can't disagree with anything you just said there. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you do what you want to do, folks. <laughs> yeah, let your freak flag fly. Yes, Absolutely. <laughs> What do you like to watch? What do you like to watch? What do you like to, besides Rob Zombie and uh, uh, Marilyn Manson, you got any guilty music pleasures that people be like, no, she doesn't? Oh, my God. Yes, a lot. Okay. <laughs> I have Prince days where I just listen to Prince. What's wrong with Prince? Uh, exactly. There's nothing wrong with Prince. 
<laughs> exactly. Uh, Madonna. I do Madonna sometimes. Um, I listen to. I went through a phase where I was listening to nothing but like Slavic music. Mm -hmm. I listen to music from different languages. I like uh, Shive Light on YouTube. Um, they do like a lot of tonal sounds and like I just call it my weirdo music. So it's just different. Sometimes like when you listen to the same repetitive stuff all day every day, you just have to have something like extreme. Yeah. But I mean, my guilty pleasure would be like Snoop Dogg. I love like super hardcore thug rap. Okay. But that's really it. There's nothing that I'm really, like, really embarrassed of yeah. saying. That's good. That's good. Because you shouldn't be. If it's what, again, it goes back to what you said earlier. If it's what you like and want to do. Fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. Exactly. Fuck everybody else yeah. and their opinions. What are you into yeah. watching? What do you like uh, watching TV, movies? Um, I love Marvel. I love right. Marvel movies. Marvel. I've watched, like, all of them to where, like, my mind's melted like <laughs> all of them and now i had to then i had to do game of thrones so i sat down and i watched like all the seasons of game of thrones within like a month oh wow and like my head's melting now i'm like in my third season of true blood for like the third time over okay i was wondering and, i was wondering if you were a true blood fan um i mean so I liked it a lot in my 20s, and then, like, I had to revisit it now that I'm on the dark side, because that's what I do. Uh -huh. I revisit things, and I, like, contemplate what I saw in it. And, like, it's a little cheesy, but I think anything that dives into ancient lore is just so fucking cool, and I don't care. My mind can build a fantasy around it. It can be cheesy, untheatrical. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I like it. My mind will take it other places, and it'll... Help me realize things about myself that I didn't realize before, ironically. What, what, one second. Are you able to see? Yeah. Ah. It's not focusing. This is, this is fucking awesome. Is that a true blood sign? It is a true blood sign. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Yeah, here, see. Uh, so that's my wife and kids with uh, Kristen Bauer, Pam. Dude, she's fucking awesome. She that's was, really cool. Yes, thank you. She was uh, one of my favorite parts of the entire series. Badass. Well, and see, okay, so I revisited that because, like, whenever I was a blonde in my early 20s, Pam and me didn't really vibe, and I, like, loved Sookie, and, like, and now, now that I'm, one. like, who I am, I'm, like, I like Pam. Yeah. Pam's probably, like, my favorite person on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I like Pam and, uh, oh, God, I'm going to hate that I can't remember his name. Eric? Uh, well, yeah, Eric was cool, but uh, uh, Lafayette. Lafayette. Oh, my God. He's like, yeah, he's he's one of my favorites, too. Yeah. He, he's one of the, the, the just the, the his dialogue and his mannerisms. He was so freaking funny and cool. Authentic as fuck. Yeah. Rest in peace, Nelson Ellis. He was a good guy. Yeah. I had to look that up, too. I couldn't believe that. That's, you know... Yeah, too bad. Yeah, so yeah, we were we're huge uh, True Blood. We love it. Uh, we hate the last season, just like Game of Thrones last season. But it is what it is. Yeah. So, but we're getting two new Game of Thrones shows. Yeah, I, I heard about the um, House of the Dragon. House of the Dragon that'll be out in uh, August. 
Yeah, what's the other one? I haven't heard of that. Jon Snow sequel. Shut the fuck up. No, I really? Will, I cannot. Yes. I love it. They're doing a John the Snow, John, John the Snow, John Snow sequel series. Well, he must need the money. Because uh, <laughs> let's be honest, he's not that good of an actor. That that was his role. That was it. Um. I don't know. I saw I saw a movie where I almost watched it. It's where he played um, a western, and I'm just like, do I want to spend two hours seeing if he can really pull off western? I'm like, I don't know. It, it was Jon Snow in a western. That's what it was. <laughs> that's what I figured it would be. Yeah, that's what it was. Yes. Um. Uh. And uh, and then he was in the Eternals, and it was Jon Snow who's going to eventually become the Black Knight. So it's whatever. <laughs> I'll still watch it like an imbecile. It's okay. <laughs> so, what do you have? What do you have coming up for this coming week? What are you? What are your plans uh, on so on your networks on your social medias? What are you going to do? I'm going to be dropping uh, pictures and content as always on my OnlyFans. Um, I just got a new sex swing, so oh yeah, yeah. So this is like. <laughs> This is how it'll be start out. He'll be like, I got a sex swing. And I'm like, oh, yeah? He's like, yeah, we're going to fuck it. I'm like, okay, get in it. I'll get my strap on. You know, <laughs> and then, you know, that's where it goes. And it's fucking awesome. So we got that. Um, we already did some content with that. Um, and I think I want to do more um, post-orgasm torture. Post-orgasm torture. Okay. So, like, you know, I'll have him plugged up to the fuck machine that will have a, you know, an actuator part, and, you know, he'll post orgasm, and he'll be tied down, and we'll just keep going till he says mercy, and that's been pretty fun lately. Okay. (laughs) Is it more fun for you or for him? I think it's more fun for me, because I know he doesn't like to, like, talk or say anything, so, like, making him say something is, like... I'm like, that makes my day. And then um, <laughs> after that, uh, just be live streaming every day. Okay. All right. Do you have a normal time you go on or you just go on when you feel like? How does that work? No, I try to stay consistent because um, I like knowing whenever things that I want are going to be there to be there. So I like to be there for the people that need me. So it's... Um, oh. Usually every day consistently until I need a day off or a day that we do content. So I'll do like three or four days consistently of live streaming from 3 p.m. Eastern till about 9 p.m. Um, Eastern. And I've been trying to slowly get up to 12 to 8, but that's just, you know, my hair and makeup take too long. Okay. So 3 to 9. <laughs> All right, so there you go, folks. You know what time to look if you if you want to find her. Well, real quick, one more time because the, the countdown is on. Unfortunately, um, do you, let's get your websites and your links out there for everybody to find you again. And of course, we're going to attach them uh, as many as we can in the description for the. Uh, we'll, we'll attach them all in the description for the podcast. YouTube will attach them all until I get the warning and I'm told which ones I have to remove. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you can get your content on OnlyFans from me um, directly uh, if you're into bondage, domination, um, chastity, anything like that. Come to me on OnlyFans. And then CamModels.com, where you connect with me every day for live streaming. So that's the one-on-one cam-to-cam interaction. 
Um, I'm featured on KGB webcam models. Uh, they always have my back and you can always check me out on Pornhub as well. She's on there as well, folks. So, uh, Dominus Darko, thank you very much for being here and doing this with the Happy Ending Pod Show. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, thank you. Everybody, please check her out. She's uh, really cool. I mean, a lot of fun today and open, and she's willing to uh, give you every pleasure that you're looking to, for her to give you, I guess, is what I would... Yeah, she's going to... Oh, yeah. You're going you're gonna to obey her. I just have so many pleasures to show you. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, dear. Thank you for being here. Thank you.